Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Power to Perform podcast. I'm your new host, Allie Mallory. I'm also the Clinical Administrative Specialist here at PHP, and I actually have my master's in sport and performance psychology. So really looking forward to being on the, on the podcast this year as your host. And we kind of wanted to switch it up this year with the podcast now that our former host, Max Burvey, has graduated last spring. And so this year we'll be rotating student athletes and PHP providers each month to hear different perspectives and experiences when it comes to mental health and mental performance. So with that, I'm so excited to introduce our two guests for this month's series, Dr. Rachel Walker and Katie Fleckenstein. Please share with us a little bit about yourselves and your backgrounds. Rachel, let's start with you. Oh, so much pressure to go first. <laughs> um, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the school year and getting the competitions going. We're really excited. Um, I'm Dr. Rachel Walker, Doc Walk. Uh, I'm the Director of Psychological Health and Performance. I'm a licensed psychologist and certified mental performance consultant. And I'm really looking forward to today. we got some good stuff for you with Katie here. So, Katie, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm on the women's alpine skiing team, and I am a junior studying neuroscience and psychology. <laughs> Love that. Woo. Wow, neuroscience. Psychology. <laughs> <laughs> All great things. Cool. Well, Katie, let's kick it off. I have a question for you. So why did you even want to do this podcast? <laughs> so over the past couple of years, I've kind of dealt with a lot of injuries, and that kind of resulted in me burning out and overtraining as it usually does. And I noticed it wasn't just physical, but it was also mental exhaustion I was suffering from. And I think that the biggest reason for these burnouts was me always just thinking I had to be okay and I had to be doing more. And that it was almost expected of me to be okay with like sitting out a season or I had to be a good teammate instead of just Mm -hmm. being good to myself. Mm So you hear sayings a lot like no days off or one more thing, one more time. And that can be especially daunting when you are coming back from injury and kind of mess with your head a little bit. And I've kind of realized that these expectations and then the resulting burnouts or other mental impacts are sometimes or something that have a a lot of athletes kind of deal with. And nobody talks about it as much as other spots parts of the sport. So I just wanted to share my own experiences and kind of remind people it's okay to not be okay 100% of the time. And that sometimes doing less is more. And it's important to be honest with yourself and your coaches when things are feeling off. You're not letting anyone down. It's you working on being the best you, which will in turn allow you to be a better athlete, teammate, and person in the long run. Yeah, I mean, I I really love that, Katie, and we're so happy to have you on the podcast for the next four podcasts. I think one of the things you, well, you mentioned quite a bit there, so I'm just going to highlight a couple things. Managing expectations, right? Like, when I think it can be really challenging to manage expectations, especially when you put pressure on yourself and when you receive pressures from others to perform, regardless of those, if those expectations are actually reality, right? Like I think sometimes we, our minds can create that sort of uh, thought or maybe rule or expectation that someone else has that expectation on us, even if it's not 
the case. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that high expectations, pushing through it 100% of the time all the time can definitely lead to burnout. So I guess a tip I would have for you, Katie, but also for any of our listeners would be if you are experiencing that, you know, those high expectations, high pressure to try to bring it back to the now and take a compassionate approach with yourself. Um, you know, ask yourself, what would you tell a friend who is facing those high expectations and feeling like they needed to wear a mask, quote unquote, 100 percent of the time? Your response would likely be a little more kind and, a l and show yourself a little more grace. Right. It, especially if you were saying that to your friend. I think as athletes, we were often kind of pulled between the competition and um, taking care of yourself. And so I think with that, reminding yourself that we need to balance that with the stance of compassionate competition. Yeah, I feel like that's something I've definitely worked on a lot, just being a little nicer to mm -hmm. myself, like kind of talking to myself as if I'm talking to younger me yeah just a friend yeah younger you or a friend I love that yeah great advice Rachel thank you all right so Katie what has your experience been like working through those mental and emotional challenges so I'm a super stubborn person and <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah. I feel like Same, all athletes yes, are yeah. <laughs> it's a good rigid. characteristic to have to a certain extent yeah um, but I've also just had a hard time, like, being honest with myself, and when something's off, like, a lot of my injuries have just been because I ignore them for so long, and then it blows up in my face, and, like, same with mentally. Um, so this has been, and still is a massive work in progress for me. I get pretty anxious about taking days off, and I find that I have to be pretty diligent about, like, okay, you've been going for 20 days in a row, like, today is a day off. And I have to be sure that I'm not sugarcoating how I'm feeling, both mentally and physically. But I've also done this with the help of a lot of people. And I've started noticing that when I'm in like a tunnel vision, like I have to be all ski all the time. I am a ski racer, not I'm a person who skis. Mm -hmm. I've started learning how to kind of step away from that. And it's been pretty hard mindset for me to shift, to be honest, because I've always been praised for that go go big all the time mm -hmm. kind of mentality that I've had um but I've also suffered from a lot of burnout so it's kind of time for me to learn how to shift it yeah and I think I think that's the thing is it's okay that you have to remind yourself over and over right like I think that's the human part um and, you know, as humans, I think there are things that we all struggle with. And uh, you mentioned your stubbornness. I think another characteristic there is for a lot of athletes, there's that perfection, right? Like striving for perfection and perfection, just like any human characteristic can can help to a certain extent. Right. I think it's when we get caught up in that so much and forget that you're human and forget that there's other aspects of your identity, um, that can be, that can be where the challenge lives. Um, so it kind of sounds like, you know, remind yourself over and over to take that compassionate stance with yourself and take that other perspective can be helpful. Um, I think, 
as humans, we can get caught in those unhelpful thoughts and emotions that our, that our minds kind of catch us with or hook us on. And it can be helpful to zoom out and, and take that observer perspective on those thoughts and feelings. And that's really what mindfulness helps us to do is take that other perspective, perspective so we can create space for grace uh, and compassion. Um, and I'll just say, let me say for those <laughs> listeners out there, right? Like my plug for, for, for compassion. Um, sometimes we think being compassionate with ourselves means we're going to take away our ability to be super competitive as an athlete. But the thing is, is if you're nice to yourself, if you're compassionate with yourself, you're going to give yourself space to actually elevate your, your performance. Um, so for those of you listening, give it a shot, try that out <laughs> and see what happens. Um, listening to your body and making that shift can reduce that burnout. Uh, and it's exactly what Katie was highlighting and what she was saying. Awesome. Yes. And I want to just kind of point out when you brought up mindfulness, right? Like that's something that you hear about all the time in sports psych, but what people usually don't think about when they think of mindfulness is they always think it's like a relaxation tool when in reality it's like an attention training tool. And like Rachel mentioned, mindfulness helps you train not only your attention, but your meta attention, meaning your ability to pay attention to the attention itself. And this is what gives you that observer perspective that you were talking about, like allowing you to create the space for the grace and compassion. Um, and it's something I just want to like reiterate because I love it so much is just being a compassionate competitor by giving yourself grace and normalizing that it's just okay when you aren't okay. Like y'all said, athletes are human too. And it's important that athlete athletics continues to break down the stigma surrounding the mental health of athletes. So with that, I am going to finish off this podcast with a quote from John Kabat-Zinn. Love it. Yeah. Compassion and kindness towards oneself are intrinsically woven into mindfulness. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next week. Next week.